This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 20, Become Body Aware. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Unstoppable Woman. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm excited to spend this time with you. Today we're going to be talking about how to become body aware, specifically how to listen to your body to make authentic choices that are right for you. I'm working with a lot of clients right now who are trying to build up their decision-making muscle. For whatever reason, It's just become hard for them to understand how to make decisions that are right for them. They kind of wallow in it. They kind of go back and forth on things. They're just not able to take action and move forward. And sometimes they do take action. They do move forward, but then it leads them down a path that just doesn't feel right. So as I'm working with them, I'm teaching them how to understand their bodies to make decisions and specifically authentic decisions, not decisions made out of fear. And what's so cool right now in my business is that I have two different groups of clients going on. And this is the first time I've had simultaneous groups going on where one group is in my Become an Unstoppable Woman course, which is all about pulling their blocks and all the things that are keeping them stuck. And so I, I consider that kind of the darkness work of, let's see all the things that are you know, holding you back versus clients I've had now for a few months who are in my course called Become Authentically Awesome, who have already done all that block work and now they're flourishing and thriving in whole new ways. And I'm able to just see kind of side by side these two groups of clients and how the unstoppable ladies don't understand their bodies, they don't really understand their minds quite yet, versus my authentically awesome ladies who just a few months ago were in that same place, but now they're trusting themselves, they're feeling good, they're rocking it, they're living life, and I'm like, man, this is so cool. It's so cool to see the process and how much people can change in a few months, of course, But one of the biggest things I'm seeing is that they have learned how to understand their bodies and their minds to start to move forward in life in a way that feels really good to them and is authentic. And I know that authentic word gets thrown around a lot in the personal development space and you may not know what that means. So what authentic means to me is things that are um, true for you. 
So, so many people will say, well, here's, you know, the research of what makes somebody, you know, quote unquote happy or quote unquote successful. And here's, you know, the recipe for success and all that stuff. And yes, we can use stats and science and, you know, different tools that work for most people to help them, right? This is what I do all day. But at the end of the day, you are still a unique one of a kind being, And that's why I'm so hands-on with my clients because, yes, we can take these generalized tools that work for the brain, but we've got to individualize it for them and how it works for them And, and because everybody's different. Everybody really wants similar things out of life, but still different things out of life. Um, And so it's really important that they understand the truth for them and where they need to go. Okay, I hope that makes sense. And let me kind of give you an example in my business so you can kind of get a better idea if you're still confused is, you know, when I entered the online coaching space about five years ago, all these business coaches were popping up and saying, well, here's how to create an amazing online business. And I went into the online space just because I could work with more people that way. Instead of just here in the Dallas, Texas area, I could work with anyone in the world. But I I was a newbie and I didn't really know that much about business, especially online business. And so I follow these coaches and they're like, okay, here's what you do. You create these courses and then, you know, it's passive income and people just go through the courses on their own. And then you just kind of go and you get to go live your life and you get to go sip margaritas at the beach all day and do all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is how it works. And so I started to follow the system and I created the courses and I started to just do self-study in a lot of ways and ended my one-on-one clients and I would have a group every once in a while, but not really that much. And I wasn't very happy with that. Other people were loving it with their businesses. Man, isn't this so great? And, And for me, I was missing the connection. I was missing getting to get down in there with my clients. And again, individualize. That's something I love to do so much. And I love learning about them. And I love just hearing them talk. And I really love listening. And so for me, my authentic business or my authentic life for my business wasn't what somebody else said was amazing, okay? And it's the same for your life too. You know, I work with a lot of clients who go off and check off life's boxes like, oh, I went to college, oop, I got a house, oop, I got married, I had kids, you know, or they checked off some of those and they're still just not feeling fulfilled with that. And so that's where we go in and say, okay, let's figure out how to make authentic choices for you because you just kind of followed society's plan, right? So again, authentic choices are just things that inside of you, you're really wanting, you're craving, and sometimes that just goes back to certain values that you really want and you don't know it yet or your strengths or your passions and so many different aspects of you. But it's really important you know how to listen to your body to make those authentic choices. And so that's what I want to teach you today. So I'm going to break this down into three different sections. First, we're going to talk about examples of not listening to your body and what that feels like. Then examples of listening to your body and what that feels like and what that creates. And then we're going to talk about the hardest one of all, which is when it's tough to decipher if something is a yes or a no. Okay, so let me kind of break down when you're not listening to your body, what that likely feels like. So as I said earlier, I have a group of clients right now who are in my Become an Unstoppable Woman course, and that's all about the block work and the things holding them back. And one of the things they do in that course is something called an inner mean girl interview. 
So in essence, I am asking them questions that are backed by neuroscientists to tap into that part of their brain where their inner mean girl lives. And an inner mean girl is the voice of the ego, shadow self, um, false self. It's all the same thing. Um, It's just that part of you that has been conditioned by the outside world that lives in your amygdala, which is your emotional storehouse of your brain. I know I'm getting really neuroscience-y here. But this is where you have built this kind of persona of yourself that's um, trying to protect you, but is really holding you back. So this persona is usually very negative. Um, it usually beats you up. It's very critical of yourself and others. It doubts you. It wants to control things that you know you can't control, but yet you get really scared that knowing that you can't control them, it makes you avoid things. And so you do things like zone out on your phone or drink too much or you know, shop too much, whatever, um, and people please and all those things that you don't like about yourself. But that voice has come in and been built to say, okay, I'm here to protect you because things have happened in your childhood to impact you to make that voice. Okay. I know I may be going over your head here a little bit, but anyways, in the interview, I am asking them those questions. They're answering from their inner mean girl. And it's so crazy cool how this happens. A lot of people say it feels like an out-of-body experience. And I promise you, it's not as woo-woo as that sounds. It's very um, grounded. Um, But anyways, one of the questions I ask is, where in the body does your inner mean girl show up? And for so many of my clients, I'd say 80, if not 90%, they say the stomach. And sometimes they'll say the chest. But it's always stomach and chest. Every once in a while, I'll get somebody that says, in my head. Um, For me, actually, I'm kind of unique. It always kind of comes up in my throat. And so um, I have them answer that question. And then we kind of unpack it later in the course to really understand how their body feels when they're not in an authentic place. So when they're making decisions out of fear, because when they feel those feelings, they can know, ooh, okay, this is a decision made out of fear versus authenticity. I need to listen to this because maybe there's something deeper here that I need to look at and change, okay? So let me kind of give you some examples in my own life to kind of break it down for you. So actually, um, a few years ago, I got married and um, I was so excited when I met my husband, it was just all these green lights in my body of feeling like, yes, this is meant for me. Now, of course, we had periods of time where things felt like a little off, but we worked through them. And then again, I would get that kind of feeling in my body like, yes, this is so right. And that was so different than anybody else I had dated. When I look back on it now, all these other people I had dated, my body was saying, this is wrong for you. Go away. (laughs) It's so bad, right? But with my husband, it was all green lights and we got engaged, all green lights. So excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to get married. And for whatever reason, I just kept putting off the wedding month after month after month of starting to plan it. I just kept saying, well, I'm so busy with work right now because I was just growing my coaching business. And after six months, it became, okay, I just need to sit down and plan this wedding. And then I get this kind of like, ugh, feeling like no green lights anymore. And at that time, you know, it, it was more in my stomach, that feeling of, oh, I don't want to do this. And then I would say, well, I, you want to marry Jason, Lindsay, you know, you want to do this. And I'd get really excited thinking about our honeymoon and our life together and being married. But every time it came to the wedding, it was a, oh, like, oh, I don't like this. And it was just the same feeling over and over again. And I just kind of blew it off. Like, well, okay, I, I should have a wedding, 
like this is what I'm supposed to do and you know I need to give this to my family and his family they deserve to see their kids get married even though they're not paying for anything you know and all this stuff and so um what happened was because I didn't listen to that the problems just started getting bigger and bigger in my body. And this is what happens for a lot of people. They don't listen to their body. They end up making these decisions out of fear that are inauthentic. And then all of a sudden they have these health problems like, oh, I'm having these horrible stomach aches all the time. Or, oh, I have these female issues. Or my heart rate is up. Or, you know, some kind of digestive issues is what I hear so many times from women. And that's kind of what happened to me with the whole wedding was for me, it was one day I just woke up and I was depressed and I couldn't get out of bed. And that happened for a couple of days. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Like, this is supposed to be one of the happiest times of my life. I had already done all this coaching work. Like, what is the the issue here? And I end up hiring one of my coaching buddies to kind of get me through it. I was like, you got to help me out of this. I don't know what's going on. Well, within just a few sessions, it was very apparent that I did not want a wedding and I was kind of just, you know, not listening to my body and um, I kind of just talked myself out of it to make this wedding happen. And, you know, now I look back on that and I'm so glad that that happened despite it being a big financial cost for us and an emotional cost. And, you know, my husband and I still look at our wedding um, because we did end up having it. It was a lovely day and it was beautiful and all that stuff. But I look back on the wedding and think I could have gone without it. He looks back on our wedding and is like, I'm so glad we did it. Um, So it's tricky in that way because we have very different feelings off of our wedding. But for me, I learned in that experience. Now I know for sure without a doubt what it feels like in my body when something is a no. And I've just kind of grown that muscle over and over again. You know, it even happened, gosh, about a year ago, we had a pipe burst in our house. And so we had all these contractors we had to bring in to fix different things. And um, my husband ended up taking over a lot of that project just because we had just had the baby and I was nursing and all that stuff. Um, But one time a contractor came in and the first few minutes of him walking in, All I got was no, 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 he is not a good fit. We ended up hiring him and it was just a one day quick project and he did a horrible job. He completely overcharged us. And um, again, it was just a learning lesson of I know exactly what it feels like in my body now when something is a no and when something is a yes. And so start to figure that out with yourself now. And to be honest, this takes time. It takes a lot of trial and error. My goal today in this episode is just to kind of open your mind to this concept of understanding your body because I want you to start to make decisions and kind of step back and say, okay, how does that feel in my body? And start to track patterns of, ooh, okay, every time I make this decision, it feels this way in my body. And then this kind of result happens from it. And that means that, you know, I'm leading down this path I don't want to versus when I feel this, it goes to this way and I feel this way. And so just start to use your body as a tool to understand that, okay? Because um, as I said, it's going to be a trial and error. You're going to make mistakes along the way. I mean, I'm still making mistakes along the way, but I make a lot, lot less mistakes now because I just listen to my body right away of whoop. Yes, this is a great decision versus oop. Nope. This is not a good fit for me. And I don't wallow in that. I just hear it. 
I understand it and I move forward most of the time, okay? What I hear from a lot of women that I coach is they're not listening ever. They don't even know that they can use their bodies to do this. And so that's one of the the big things I'm teaching them, right? But um, you start to understand you, okay? Now, let me kind of give you an example of times that I've listened to my body and what that's felt like for me so you can kind of understand yourself. So when I had my daughter, for example, when I found out I was pregnant with her, kind of everyone around me was freaking out, um, including her dad. He was having a moment. I knew my parents were going to just be so disappointed because I wasn't married and blah, 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 blah. But in my body, everything was yes. This is a yes even though mentally I was scared to death, okay? And this is where it can get hard sometimes is in certain parts of our body, especially our head, can say something different than our body can say. Um, And so it it is kind of a... um, a game that you just have to test with, right? Because I can think of times in my past with different men of my body might've been like, yes, oh yeah, go date this guy. But my head was like, Lindsay, this is so bad for you. But what happened later is my body knew when it was time to end it of, okay, you know, you had your fun, like let's kind of move on with this. Um, But then I just didn't continue to listen to my body with that, right? So anyways, going back to my daughter, in that moment, it was a yes. All systems go. We are doing this. My my head was scared to death, but it was like, no, we are absolutely doing this. You got this, Lindsay. Moving forward with it. Um, and I'm so glad I listened to that. I'm so glad I didn't let other people influence me during that time to not have her because um, I would have it would probably would have been something that I would have regretted because to me, it was a very authentic choice to have her and to, um, instill, you know, the way that I raise her now. And, and certainly I make mistakes from time to time. I do something like I'll discipline her a certain way. And then I feel it in my body and I think, Oh, that wasn't the right choice. And, um, but then I know of, okay, well, here is the right choice. And I'm always kind of listening with my body with that. Okay. So for a lot of times when it's a yes, Again, for me, it just feels like these green lights. And I'm always kind of thinking of chakra work. And um, I know chakra work to some may be really woo-woo. It may be against your beliefs. But for me, it's really helped me kind of understand these energy centers that are in our bodies, starting from our root chakra, which is kind of down near our tailbone, all the way up to the crown of our heads. And understanding, you know, um, how to feel those, how to open those up, how to, again, use my body to understand how I feel and where I should go and understand those things. So I really encourage you to go look up chakra work if that's something of interest to you, because it can really help you start to understand how to use your body more to make decisions. And again, this is something I do teach when um, somebody's working with me. Now, if somebody is against the beliefs of doing chakra stuff, we don't go there. But um, yes, we do talk about chakras, but you can learn it on your own as well. Okay. So when um, I have listened to my body, again, it's just been a really great experience of, like I said earlier, you have to make a decision, kind of sit with it in your body, and then um, see what the outcome is. And so I'll kind of give you an example what I'm doing with a client right now who's in this pickle of trying to make decisions is she had to make a really big decision with a family member recently of um, communicating with this person or not. And um, 
So she was always kind of looking to me to make the decision for her. And I was putting it back on her. I was like, no, you know the answers, okay? So she would go and she would journal about it and kind of, you know, let it kind of feel in her body. And then she would send me something and say, well, this is what I want to say. And I'd write back and say, well, how does that feel? And then she would sit in that. And then she would say, well, I feel like maybe I need to make a choice or um, a shift here with this. Okay, great. And then I'd be like, okay, well, how does that feel? Well, we make that shift. So again, what I'm doing there is I'm just asking those simple questions. How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel? And giving her that space to kind of feel it in her body to say, okay, we need to shift it here. And then we need to shift it here. And so what happened was in those few days that we were kind of tweaking what she wanted to say to this person, she was able to come up with something that felt really good to her about moving forward. And what she learned was actually something much bigger than just making that decision. She started to learn how to use her body and her feelings in that body to make decisions. And so now she has that little bitty power back of, ooh, okay, I remember when I made that really big choice, how can I apply that in these smaller decisions I'm making every day, which is simple things of, should I get this lunch or this lunch? Should I do this or should I do this tonight, right? Um, I hear from so many women too that they don't even know what fun is anymore, they don't even know how to listen to themselves, and uh, it kills me, and I'm just so grateful I get to work with them to turn that back on, Because for so many of them, they've done things like people pleasing for so long. Again, that inner mean girl has come out and they just don't even know themselves anymore. And it's so important that we get in there and we, we learn who we are. And then again, learn our bodies, right? So hopefully you're following me today on this one. I know this one could be over some of some people's heads because it is a little bit more advanced um, and it does require more work. It requires self-awareness, you know, and not everybody has that just just out of, um, out of nowhere. You have to cultivate that. And it's so important we have self-awareness, not only for ourselves, but for our family. So we're not running around triggered all the time and making these stupid choices because when we're making great, smart, authentic choices, we feel good. Our family feels good. Our world feels good. Their stats even show that we're better managers in that way, not only professionally, but of course in our households and for ourselves. So self-awareness really is the core of everything in my mind. Um, it's just so important that we know who we are and where we want to go and then adding in the body piece. And I know that's just more than what I can give you on this, you know, 20, 30 minute podcast today, but I just want to open your mind enough to know you can use your body body to help you in so many ways. And when you're experiencing these health things over and over again, especially there's something there. One of my absolute favorite books out there is you can heal your life by Louise Hay. And, um, the reason I love this book is because she talks about what's going on mentally for you to create certain health problems. And for some, I know it's really woo woo and out there, but I have found it to be so true in my life. And the, the way I was introduced to this book was actually from one of my coaching buddies. Shout out to Judy Eichhorst, who helped me during my wedding. You remember when I told you that I was just depressed, I didn't know what was going on, and I was having all these stomach issues. And I, um, like, you know, I'm not going to get into details, but it wasn't pretty. Um, 
And so she said, hey, have you ever heard of this book by Louise Hay? And I said, no. And she's like, well, stomach issues are, you know, about falling off track and feeling like you're not on the right pathway and things of that sort. And I was like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. And we were able to use that to open up what the problem was, is that I didn't want the wedding. And so um, it was just so big for me. Because I do think, you know, sometimes we can read certain things or we see patterns in ourselves and then all of a sudden we start this self-fulfilling prophecy of, oh, okay, well, when I feel this way with this kind of person, that means they're going to be a cheater or that means they're going to be this and, oh, there they are. That's what the, that's what happened. It's hard to know sometimes what comes first, right? The chicken or the egg, right? So, um, but in instances where those kinds of things happen, where you know, like I said, with the wedding, I didn't know what's going on. She brought up the book. It was like, yes, that's exactly how I felt. I just didn't know it. That's where the magic of tools like that can help because there was no way you could have a self-fulfilling prophecy or manifest that. It just happened to be true, right? And so that's what made me a big believer in that book. And I'm always going toward it. You know, even just recently, my kids got sick. We had a cold and, or they had a cold and then I was doing so well, I didn't get it. And normally I don't get it when my kids get sick. Um, but then a family member came over and was really irritating me. And what happened was I didn't even really get congested or get the depth of their colds, but I got a sinus infection from it. And when you look up sinus infection in Luisa's book, it's minor irritation with a close family member or someone that's close to you. And I was like, oh my gosh, once again, the book is right. Um, and so I just really use that tool to help me to sometimes understand, okay, what's going on in my body? What is my body trying to tell me that I need to clean up in my world? Um, so I know I'm throwing a lot at you here, but I do want to cover one more thing before I go today. And that's of examples of times when it's tough to decipher and I must admit, you know, even though I've been doing this work for a while now of understanding myself and my body and the yeses and the noes, there are still times that I don't know. And there are still times that I get it wrong. And um, it happens a lot with relationships that I had before I did coaching work, to be honest, because I had gone so many years not listening to myself or not knowing how to listen to myself, to be honest, that now when I'm with them, I kind of go into old patterns or just an old way of thinking, even if I've had time apart from them. And so it's harder for me to decipher, okay, should I stay, you know, stay in this relationship? Should I change this relationship? It's really hard, especially with like my family of origin to kind of decipher certain things sometimes. Um, and so that's where I'll kind of lean on my husband because he's really great because he's not so close to those relationships or my own life coach. And we'll kind of decipher through things. Um, I'll pull out my journal. My journal can really help sometimes when I don't know how to decipher through things because I can tap into different parts of my logical brain to help me decipher through things because of my body. Again, it's just so, it's hard to feel it because I had gone so long not knowing what was good and what was bad, right? You know, does that make sense? Um, and even to be honest with you, I still struggle in my relationship with my husband to decipher, okay, should I be putting up with this or not putting up with this? And it's little things with him of like, you know, I've mentioned in other podcasts, he has some OCD tendencies 
And sometimes I think, okay, I should just love and accept him as is. And then some days I'm like, mm, I don't know about if I should you know, have a boundary with this or not. And it's gotten to a place where I'm tired of not being able to decipher in those moments, the decisions. And so we have hired an outside relationship coach to kind of help because I haven't even been modeled good relationships in my life. I don't even, I've never really seen a relationship where I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I want. And that can help to allow us to make decisions toward authenticity and what we want because we have a model for that. Right. Um, and it's just such a process, you know, I hope you're getting some great takeaways from today's episode because it's one of those topics again, where it's just like a bigger process than what I can give you today. But really my ultimate goal for doing this was for you to understand, Hey, your body's there. Your body's a resource. Listen to it. And maybe look up some chakra work. Maybe look up Louise's Hay, Louise Hayes book, You Can Heal Your Life. Um, maybe it's time to do some coaching with me to really kind of understand your body more. I don't know. But just know your body's there and your body's always giving you messages. And if you're continuously not listening to those messages, it's going to create more problems in your life versus if you know how to listen to that, you become Ooh, so unstoppable, so on fire, so amazing. You know, like I've done really well at developing the muscle of decision making with clients. Like I have a process where we do a consult call and I know the feelings now when somebody is yes and I know when somebody's a no and I will tell them on that call. I did it just last week. Somebody got on the call and I was like, you know what? I just don't think this is a good fit. And it took me some time of, you know, understanding how to understand my body and how it felt of when somebody was a yes and where that was going to lead in the coaching process versus when somebody's a no and what was going to lead to other results in the process. Okay. So again, it's going to take time. It's going to take you just going out there and feeling and failing and succeeding and failing and succeeding and failing and just knowing that you can use this body of yours to help you make choices. It's so empowering and so amazing and so awesome to be able to have this resource to help you. And when you're not listening to it, that's where a lot of health problems can come on and you're just not feeling good about life because your body's screaming at you, hey, we need to change something, hey, hey, hey but we just don't know how to change that. All right. So this is one of those episodes where I was like, I would love to say, what are your takeaways? That's what I do with client calls. Sometimes I'm like, what are you taking away from the call today? Because, um, it's one of those where I'm like, I wonder what the, (laughs) the listener is thinking right now. So again, hopefully you're walking away with some great stuff. If you'd love to give me feedback on this episode, I would love it. Send me an email, Lindsay, L I N D S A Y at lindsayepreston.com. Now, if you know you want to start coaching with me, you want to take my free coaching assessment to see if we're a good fit, and then we'll do a consult call, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, preston.com forward slash assessment, and you can go take that, and we can start exploring if working together is right. Um, But that's all I have for today, my friend. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope you're walking away with some takeaways, some aha moments, and um, I'm just so grateful you're here and you're taking in this stuff, because some some in some worlds, this stuff is kind of out there, right? Listening to our bodies. Mm, how interesting, how weird. And a fun fact for you is that I've been doing some research on the Bible lately, and it's been shown that certain passages or verses from the Bible have been taken out that show how our bodies are so powerful and listening to our bodies. Words out of Jesus's mouth that were taken out because different kings and dictators along the way 
said, hey, we don't want people to understand their bodies. Like, mm -mm -mm. we need them to look at us and, you know, have control over them. And it's unfortunate. I encourage you to go Google it and look it up yourself to kind of find um, some of those resources if you're still kind of on the fence of, well, I don't know, Lindsay, because it's been very interesting um, how we've been programmed not to trust our body when our body is so powerful, right? So I'll leave it at that. Um, but until next time, my friends, remember you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.